Since our colleague, the late Dr. Li Wenliang, sounded the first alarms of a novel coronavirus last December, COVID-19 has developed into a global pandemic. Not since the flu of 1918 has our society experienced this degree of threat to our health and to our happiness. This is a unique moment in our history, and we here at The Surgery Set are doing what we know how to do, which is to say podcasting, to help. We're telling the stories of this time from the people on the front lines. In these uncertain times, we want you to feel informed. We want you to feel supported. We want to give you the tools to be resilient in the face of what may be the hardest few months of our lives. And we want to remind you, frequently and forcefully, that you are awesome. These are the stories from the front line of this global crisis, featuring visits with the heroes who are making a difference when we need them the most, and ideas for how to stay well and balanced as we learn to live in social distance. From the Department of Surgery at the University of Wisconsin, this is The Front Lines of COVID, a Surgery Set series. I'm Jonathan Kohler, a pediatric surgeon trying my best. Welcome. One of our listeners wrote in to ask about pregnancy and COVID-19. That's a great question. And as it happens, our sister podcast, The Women's Healthcast, just put out an episode about exactly that. The Women's Healthcast is produced by the UW-Madison Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology and hosted by Jackie Askins. We're going to turn the show over to Jackie for answers. I want to talk a little bit about where we got our information for this episode and a little bit about sources right now in particular. Um, This is a great time to think about how to be a critical health news consumer. There's still so much to be learned about this virus, how it works, and how to treat it. And in times like this, when the information is changing almost daily, it's best to go to trusted, evidence-based sources. For us here, that means the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or for me, the Wisconsin State Department of Health Services. Wherever you're listening, it's likely that your state's Department of Health will also have valuable fact-based information. And at the global level, we can look to organizations like the World Health Organization for up-to-date data. For women's health and pregnancy-specific information, we looked to the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists and the Society for Maternal-Fetal Medicine for their updated guidelines for patients and healthcare providers. COVID-19 is a new respiratory virus not known to be in humans before late 2019. People with the disease can have a wide variety of symptoms and severity. So for some people, they'll have little to no symptoms. Other people can become very, very severely ill. Symptoms include fever, cough, sore throat, and shortness of breath. The World Health Organization declared the spread of COVID-19 a pandemic on March 11, 2020. Pandemic means it's a disease that's spreading very rapidly to a large population of people across a wide region. So those three things make it a pandemic. In this case, the wide region is across most of the world. The virus is thought to spread mainly from person to person through respiratory droplets, like from a cough or a sneeze, and contact with surfaces or objects that are contaminated can also spread the virus. The U.S. CDC says the best way to prevent illness is to avoid being exposed to the virus. At this time, we don't have a vaccine for COVID-19, and doctors and researchers are still working out the most effective treatment options. Some people with underlying health conditions, things like diabetes, cancer treatments, or other conditions that may mean your immune system is not working as well, may have more serious complications with this virus. There's still a lot to learn about COVID-19 in the general population. 
Additionally, we have a lot to learn about what COVID-19 means for pregnant people and people who are breastfeeding. We've pulled together some questions and answers from the Society for Maternal Fetal Medicine and the American College of OBGYNs about pregnancy and COVID-19. Are pregnant women more likely to get COVID-19? It's too early to say for sure, but it seems like so far, pregnant people don't seem to be at any higher risk of contracting COVID-19 than the general population. In similar coronaviruses like SARS or other respiratory viruses like influenza, pregnant people are at higher risk for severe illness if they do get sick. So even with this very limited information, it seems especially important to focus on prevention if you're pregnant, avoiding exposure to COVID-19. That means that traveling is not recommended. That means practicing social distancing by staying at least six feet away from other people, avoiding groups and gatherings, and that even means small groups, working from home where possible, and anything else you can do to minimize contact with people outside your immediate household. It means washing your hands very frequently for 20 seconds with soap and warm water, carrying a gel-based hand sanitizer for use when soap and water are not available, coughing and sneezing into our elbows, and washing our hands immediately. Those are sort of the general best practices for avoiding exposure to COVID-19. Will a baby catch it while still in the uterus? So far, it does not seem like COVID-19 can spread from mother to baby before birth. This is based on very limited information right now, but that would make it consistent with other similar viruses. If I am pregnant, should I still be going to my prenatal visits? So the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists recommend that OBGYN doctors and other prenatal care providers make sure that patients with high-risk conditions are getting regular prenatal care and testing when needed. For low-risk pregnancies, you might be able to use telehealth visits, so a visit that's over the phone or over video, for some of your prenatal appointments. The best thing to do here is to talk to your doctor about what they would recommend for you. Is it safe for me to deliver my baby in the hospital? It should still be very safe for you to have your baby in the hospital. Hospitals are putting a lot of measures into place to protect patients and healthcare providers. Um, checking in with your OBGYN or your midwife or your prenatal care provider to learn more about what's happening at your birth center could be helpful. Can people visit me and the baby in the hospital? Many hospitals and birthing centers are adjusting their visitation guidelines right now. Every hospital will have its own policies, and those policies are changing over time, so it's worth communicating with your provider later in your pregnancy to learn what to expect when you deliver. Will my baby be separated from me? If mothers test positive for COVID-19 or have been exposed to COVID-19, the CDC, the American College of OBGYNs, and the Society for Maternal Fetal Medicine all recommend that mothers and babies be temporarily separated to decrease the risk that your baby is exposed to the virus. It's worth discussing with your healthcare team and your family or partner or supportive people to think about a plan and to learn more about how your health system will work with you in the event that this happens. Can I breastfeed if I have COVID-19? Breastfeeding is encouraged. Even during temporary separation, if you intend to breastfeed, the CDC recommends that you be able to pump and that your newborn is fed by a healthy caregiver with your milk. It's important to wear a mask and wash your hands very, very well before pumping and disinfect the breast pump according to manufacturer guidelines afterwards. What happens if my doctor gets sick? 
Hospitals and health systems are working very hard right now to keep doctors and nurses and other providers healthy. It is worth talking to your OB provider about what their plans look like in case your normal physician is not available when you go into labor. What extra safety measures should I be thinking about while pregnant or after bringing my baby home? The prevention guidelines for pregnancy are so similar to what we should all be doing right now to avoid exposure to COVID-19. Staying away from groups or gatherings, even small groups, because the goal here in general is to decrease our in-person interactions with other people. Staying home as much as possible, limiting travel, frequently washing our hands. It's probably a good idea to limit the number of people who have contact with your new baby. Make sure your visitors don't have cough, fever, or runny nose, and be sure any visitor thoroughly washes their hands before touching the baby. If you have family members who are older, say over 60 years, or have chronic health conditions like heart disease, diabetes, or lung disease that put them at a higher risk for COVID-19, if they were planning to travel to see you, they should likely revisit those plans for their safety as well as yours and your baby's. So that's kind of where we are in terms of COVID-19 and pregnancy on March 25th, 2020. There's a lot left to learn about pregnancy and COVID-19. The show notes from this episode will have links to helpful articles and information from the American College of OBGYNs, the US CDC, the Society for Maternal Fetal Medicine, and more. And those organizations will share updated recommendations and guidelines regularly. Thanks to Jackie Askins, Laurel Rice, and the Women's HealthCast team. They run a great podcast. Consider subscribing. See our show notes for a link to them and for more information resources about COVID and pregnancy. As the healthcare system mobilizes against COVID-19 and as we start to see the numbers of patients and the strain on our systems grow, I've been thinking a lot about Robert's service. He wrote around the time of the gold rush and the First World War and is one of the great poet storytellers. Here's a poem from his collection, Rhymes of a Red Cross Man, called Carry On. It's easy to fight when everything's right, and you're mad with the thrill and the glory. It's easy to cheer when victory's near and wallow in fields that are gory. It's a different song when everything's wrong, when you're feeling infernally mortal. When it's ten against one and hope there is none, buck up, little soldier, and chortle. Carry on, carry on. There isn't much punch in your blow. You're glaring and staring and hitting out blind. You're muddy and bloody, but never you mind. Carry on, carry on. You haven't the ghost of a show. It's looking like death, but while you've got breath, carry on, my son, carry on. And so, in the strife of the battle of life, it's easy to fight when you're winning. It's easy to slave and starve and be brave when the dawn of success is beginning. But the one who can meet despair and defeat with a cheer, there's the one of God's choosing. The one who can fight to heaven's own height is the one who can fight when he's losing. Carry on, carry on, things were never looming so black. But show that you haven't a cowardly streak, and though you're unlucky, you never are weak. Carry on, carry on, brace up for another attack. It's looking like hell, but you never can tell. Carry on, old boy, carry on. There are some who drift out in the deserts of doubt and some who in brutishness wallow. There are others I know who in piety go because of a heaven to follow. But to labor with zest and to give of your best for the sweetness and joy of the giving, to help folks along with a hand and a song, why, there's the real sunshine of living. 
Carry on. Carry on. Fight the good fight and true. Believe in your mission. Greet life with a cheer. There's big work to do, and that's why you're here. Carry on. Carry on. Let the world be better for you. If you have an experience with COVID-19 you'd like to share or a question you want answered on the podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out to me on Twitter at J.E. Kohler. That's K-O-H-L-E-R. You can also send me an email at Kohler at surgery.wisc.edu. If you want to hear about something other than COVID-19, our regular program is focused on the latest innovations in surgery, including interviews with the pioneers at its cutting edge. If you're new here, feel free to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. Give our Facebook page a like and follow us on Twitter at Whisk Surgery. The Surgery Set is a production of the Department of Surgery at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. This episode was produced by Chelsea Johnson, J.P. Swenson, and me, Jonathan Kohler. It was edited by J.P. Swenson. Special thanks to Nicole Jennings, Rebecca Minter, and everyone else in our department pulling together during this adventure. Until next time, be well and stay in touch, friends. Remember, you can't stop the clock. This too shall pass. <laughs>